Hey everyone, welcome back or welcome to Paranoid. I'm Jillian Stone and today is going to be a completely different episode than I originally thought. As of 12 days ago, the infamous Georgia Guidestones faced its D-Day. I actually was so shook by it that I decided to sit down and talk about what I personally think happened, why it happened, and of course tell you guys as much as I know about its past as I can to back up my theories of what really went down at 3.03.33 a.m. Central Time on July 6th. Lots of words there. <laughs> So first off, I wanted to dive into some major history of the Georgia Guidestones because it is vital to what has happened. The Guidestones themselves were supposedly built on March 22nd, 1980. So for the entirety of this podcast up until my point, I want you to remember the numbers 322 because you guys are going to be quaking later. The Guidestones were 19 feet tall and made out of pure granite. They also rested on the highest point of Elberton County. The Guidestones were also 11 miles away from Georgia's monument, the center of the world. They were highly endorsed by an anonymous cabal that referred to themselves as a group of Americans who seek the age of reason, which is really weird. So why were the Georgia Guidestones so famous anyways? The answer to that question lies within the words carved on the four granite stones that were repeated most famously in four languages, Babylonian, Classical Greek, Sanskrit, aka Hindu, and Egyptian hieroglyphics. These languages represent the answer to reason. Here's what they say. Maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Unite humanity with a living new language. Rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Balance personal rights with social duties. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature and leave room for nature. So what do these mean? These commandments to me, you know are extremely cryptic and, you know, represent to me globalism. That's ultimately what it represents to me. It's the ultimate globalist agenda, ultimate new world order, and, you know, it represents a lot of antichrist energy. So what does this mean, though? It means that 7.4 billion people on the planet need to die. Global elites will decide who what and how life is populated. So that includes forced sterilization, eugenics, pharmacology, abortion, cloning, and gene editing. And CRISPR is already at work with that. The global elites want to unite all people with one language, aka ancient Babylon moment, erasing God and replacing it with the state. Global elites will make the laws and appoint judges to enforce them. So basically that means that our state and federal constitutions are petty laws. Collectivism will govern rulemaking and Karl Marx is a hero. Individualism is bad. You will own nothing and be forced to just be happy. The new age ideology turns good evil and evil good. Those opposed don't have the prized truth. So before I get into some other details regarding who was behind the creation of the Guidestones, I wanted to share with you some incredible details of what may be to come in the near future, and let's just say it's not good. 
The Guidestones also had a time capsule underneath the rocks, and it is now missing, according to some sources. I found this really interesting article on Reddit just a few minutes before pressing record, because I felt like God was telling me that I was missing a few details. So, if this article is true, it's actually crazy, but I legitimately believe this because it's so crazy not to believe it. So you know how over 7 billion people are due to die for the population control that the Guidestones claim is the best for our world? So this article's headline is this. The Georgia Guidestones cube removal was both a Masonic ritual and contingency plan. The time capsule may have contained the pathogen that will mix with the Ebola vaccine. End of headline. Can you guess when this was written? Over eight years ago. So according to the writer on this article, in 2016, a master mason removed the time capsule, meaning that it has been gone for over six years now. So when the sources claim that the capsule is missing in real time today, it really had to have been removed in 2016. So a very long time ago. (laughs) So hold on to your seats because it's going to get a little bumpy. The time capsule is said to hold the very ingredient that is going to mix into vaccines and kill the masses, specifically the Ebola vaccine, but I think as of now, it could be any or all of them. In this article, they also claim that the Ebola virus was stored in the time capsule and that there was another pathogen hidden as well, possibly CVID, if you know what I mean. And it was in the time capsule as well. So with this pathogen, they are planning to wipe out the world via bioweapon. A side note, too, is that there was an outbreak of Ebola in Texas, which isn't that far away from Georgia. So it makes you wonder what happened there, like if it was just an accidental outbreak or if it was actually planned. And with Ebola, the chances of living are 50 percent. And we know that more than 50 percent of America alone faces some extreme health issues. So that would immediately eliminate them from our world so it's super weird there so the question is when is everyone going to start dropping like flies and it's heartbreaking for sure but we know that as long as we stay healthy do not get any bioweapons in the shape of a syringe (laughs) we should be fine (laughs) so when I did my research initially on the Georgia Guidestones, my first thought was, what inspired these commandments? And as I went down the rabbit hole, I discovered some super strange correlations in dark religion and in the people involved with this globalist ideology. So now that we also know uh, what is said to be in the time capsule too, the evidence of this is actually horrifying. So the first person I found that could have inspired these Guidestones is a man named Christian Rosencruz. So he was the founder of the ancient secret society, the Rosicrucian Order, or most commonly known as the Order of the Rosy Cross. So what is this cross? Um, It can represent dualism. Uh, duality, two forces going in conflicting directions yet uniting at a central point, which represents ancient Babylon. The union of the rose and the cross is also a generative tool. So it means like the union of a male and female too. So like the combining of a male and female, aka androgyny, aka baphomet. (laughs) So the cross's proportions are also made out of six squares, which also makes up a cube, which is really interesting because um, the Georgia Guidestones themselves make up like symbolism of a cube. Um, So about like the rose too. 
the rose itself on this rosy cross has three tiers of petals, which is three through three, six, 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 you know. So the tier with seven petals represents the planets of astrology. The tier of 12 petals represents the zodiacs. And in total, uh, the petals represent 22. The 22 petals total equals the 22 letters on the Hebrew alphabet, which equals 22 paths, which equals tree of life symbolism. So as a whole, the rosy cross uh, represents virginity, fertility, life and death, goddess Venus worship, the blood of Adonis, transmutation, all of that. So I just find it really interesting that he was the Charles Rosencruz was the first person that I found that is linked to the the overall inspiration of the Georgia Guidestones. So another person that I found who also inspired the creation of the Georgia Guidestones was Alistair Crowley. So Alistair Crowley, as we know, was an absolute lunatic. He uh, was a cult leader and he killed tons of people, including Sharon Tate. He was a member, Alistair Crowley, was a member of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, which is the successor cult to the Rosicrucian Order. So the basics of this cult is the use of magic to manipulate the masses and impose one's will. So this is via sex magic, pedophilia, child sacrifice, and that immediately links itself to the literal definition of the dark satanic religion of Thelema. And the direct Thelema link is Scientology. So that's another really interesting thing too, because we know that a lot of globalists are involved with Scientology. So it's just like, it's it's really interesting to say the least. So why the Georgia Guidestones, you know? Like why why were these erected? Why were these, like, why were they built why are they a symbol that is so important to the globalist agenda, you know? And the, the answer is just simple. The monument was built to enact a dark magic ritual that brings forward the New Age commandments written on the granite stone. So they aligned this monument at the highest point at the center of the world in Georgia uh, to reach the fallen angels and channel them through for the end times. So why granite too? Like why, why were these stones made of granite? basically. Why did they have to be granite, you know? And we know that Georgia is a, like, the capital of granite. Like, they, they are, like, the capital of the world for granite, which is really interesting that they would also pick then, pick that area, because it carried so much granite and produces so much granite. Granite is affiliated with lending strength to your physical health, and it is utilized to cure infertility, rickets, and rheumatism. So I just think that's really interesting and interesting in its own because the Georgia Guidestones are all about like population control, controlling fertility, all, all, all sorts of stuff like that. So in its own, I think granite does correlate with the agenda that is being put in place, you know? So another point too of these Georgia Guidestones is that they were created on the 22nd day of March. So in this Rosicrucian cross, in the Rosicrucian order, we already reflected on the fact that there are 22 petals in this cross. So on the, on the 22nd day of March that it was erected, 22, 22, 22, you know, tree of life symbolism. And another really possible culprit too, to this, um, on March 22nd, 
322, and this comes to the point of 322, I want you guys to re-pull up that uh, memory of me telling you to remember 322. So, along with the Tree of Life symbolism, 322 is also a very special globalist's skull and bones number. And 322 represents George Bush's skull and bones number. So, what's also really interesting is the date of the Guidestone demolition was on July 6th, and George Bush's birthday was on July 6th. So, then there's also the fact that the, uh, you know, the time capsule was taken out, supposedly, in 2016, and only a master mason was able to remove this time capsule so you never know if it could have been like the bush family who went and removed this time capsule and is now like infecting us with this bioweapon that is now going out because of cvid we all know that the cvid injection is killing us it's killing people the cdc is covering up that stuff you know it's really interesting that uh within the timeline of this these things and within this article that i found on reddit um just finding out these new details about the guy stones themselves and even what's in the time capsule and just within the writing on its like satanic commandments and whatever it's just all really something to think about so I know this is a little bit of a shorter episode for you guys, but I really want you guys to hold this information close to yourselves, and I want you to remember this information because this is an evergreen, you know, kind of podcast. It's an evergreen podcast. It's never going to get old, and you guys will always need to remember this information because what is written on those stones is more important, and it's way bigger than all of us, you know? It is something that is not of this world. It is something that is obviously not of God. And we really need to be protecting each other. We need to be protecting our health. And we need to be protecting our our spirit. We need to be protecting our souls from what is to come. And we know that end times is to come. Like, it's inevitable. And we need to be the ones that are going to heaven at the end of the day. And on this note, I'm going to end this episode here. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for your support over the past couple months with me filming and for your patience on me recording my next episodes and especially over the past couple weeks because it's been so busy for me. Um, But I hope you guys really enjoyed this podcast. I hope you found it insightful. I hope you found it fun. And I cannot wait for the next episode uh, that I'm filming. That will be, it will be here on Friday. That's what I'm going to decide. I will record it and post it on Friday because I want to start posting on Fridays from now on. So you're going to get two episodes this week. So I really hope that you enjoy this next one that I'm posting on Friday. It's going to be awesome. But until then, I will see you guys in the next episode of Paranoid. I am Jillian Stone and I'll see you next time. Bye.